It's the State of Sound podcast from NC State University Libraries. I'm Jason Evans-Growth, digital media librarian here at NC State. It's music festival season in the Triangle, and the State of Sound team is exploring what the festivals have to offer. First, a brand new one. LFG Fest at Motorco in Durham, North Carolina, on Friday and Saturday, August 25th and 26th. Build as a micro-festival featuring artists who blur the boundaries between hip-hop, punk, and noise, LFG Fest, which stands for Let's F***ing Go, is an exciting new addition to the already thriving North Carolina festival scene, taking place for the first time on Friday and Saturday, August 25th and 26th, 2023. You can find more details about how to purchase tickets for this festival at motorcomusic.com. Brought to life by Renee Gennard, the marketing manager for the venue Motorco in Durham, North Carolina, along with a small, passionate team of her colleagues, the lineup for LFG can be summarized with one word, energy. Elizabeth Esser, Maddie Jeanette, and I talked with Renee Gennard, the festival's founder, about what it was like to book the festival, what it's like to book and plan festivals in general, and what she hopes concertgoers will take away from it. And since we believe it's super important to let the listeners know about the 14 amazing artists that will be performing at LFG, we'll be playing a short segment of a track from every artist and giving a quick bio so you can get to know them better before you go to see them. But let's get to know Renee, the festival's creator, a recent transplant to the Triangle who's had a ton of experience in the music industry. Well, hi, I'm Renee Gennard. Um, I moved to Durham about a year ago, year and a half ago, and so I'm new to the area. Uh, I moved here for Motor Co. I'm the marketing manager, and I've been working in the music industry for over 10 years, and I just have a passion for uh, live music. I was in Austin, Texas for seven years, and before that, I got my start in Houston. When I started, working in the live music industry. I worked at a little dive bar called Mangoes and the promoters that I worked with worked with a lot of eclectic bands, everybody from like Harmar Superstar to like uh, Deaf Heaven and like like local hardcore punk bands. And uh, in Austin, there is also like music festivals and there's a specific one called Fun 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 Fest that appealed to me. It was a mix of like punk and hip-hop and electronic music and just like really good indie artists um and there's just artists that i discovered during covid or before covid that i was really excited to book but then the music industry shut down and it was like it was like upchuck and pink sifu and artists that kind of like blurred the lines between genres like they could they could do hip-hop and they could also have punk bands with them when all the festivals and like specifically South by Southwest started coming back, I really wanted to do a showcase to kind of introduce some of these artists that I knew and didn't know to do a showcase. Um, it's just too expensive to bring everybody there and to actually provide them housing and, you know, make it, make it fair for them. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to do it. Um, and then we had calendar space here at Motorco and I asked my boss, Josh, if we could do something like this. And he was like, yeah, okay, you figure it out. So I figured it out and I didn't think I would be able to book some of these bands because like Snooper and Upchuck are really, they're touring for larger bands. And some of the other folks were just like, they're busy and they have day jobs, but everything came together. 
and I just really wanted to bring something, a little different flavor to the triangle and to see how it would do just because like we hosted Show Me the Body with like four other bands that were amazing and that show was so much fun. I felt like this could be something that would resonate with a lot of, a lot of folks that like different genres and like to rage a little bit. Let's get to know Snooper and Upchuck a little bit more. Simultaneously the fastest and goofiest band you'll ever see live, Snooper formed in Nashville in 2020 and quickly gained notoriety for their wacky live shows, often featuring costume characters that roam the stage. They just released their debut album, Super Snooper, earlier this year on Third Man Records. This is Snooper with Fitness. If you look up Upchuck anywhere, you'll be greeted with a picture of their singer, KT, covered in blood, screaming into a microphone. It's the epitome of punk, a perfect representation of Upchuck's sound. Despite being a band for less than five years, this Atlanta-based quintet has been making huge moves, such as opening for Off and Subhumans and touring with Amel and the Snippers. This is Upchuck with Sense Yourself. Asked Renee how one attracts bands to a new festival like LFG. I tried to make it as fair as possible. We tried to give them a reasonable guarantee and then we offered them hotel rooms, which not all festivals do, but this is a smaller festival and I felt like we want them to kind of feel comfortable and interact with one another and also get a good night's sleep after they perform or whatever. So that's what my vision was and we were able to execute it. It's just been a little intimidating just trying to make sure that we get everybody here and get everything coordinated the way that we hoped it would be. I've worked with a lot of larger festivals in Texas. I think I, initially I volunteered with um, A3C in Atlanta, which is like strictly a hip hop festival. And I did that for two years and that was really cool. And then when I started uh, working with other promoters and music organizations, I just helped with marketing, with uh, coordinating with uh, street teams at the universities and different types of stuff like that. And so this is something that it's not a huge festival, um, but it's, it's daunting because we're such a small team. 
Lenev is another featured artist at LFG. Lenev hails all the way from Providence, Rhode Island, home to the quirky Fort Thunder scene in the late 1990s that birthed noise rock bands like Lightning Bolt. Lenev follows in those footsteps, describing their group as part rave, part drag show, and part mosh pit. Let's listen to Soft Power. Describing themselves as amateur new wave, Bonies make egg punk. If you've never heard of the goofy term egg punk, think of synth heavy Devo mixed with hardcore punk. It's fun and silly, just like the name. If you were a fan of Durham's now defunct Kushun, you'll love Bonies, also from Durham. Let's take a listen to Tango. We asked Renee about the gambling aspect of offering bands a slot on the festival. How does she know who to choose, how much money to offer, and how to make sure they'll have a great experience, which in turn will help the audience have a great experience? I do a lot of research about the bands. I see where they're touring in other markets and I see if they're going to be close by in this location. Um, and if not, then I kind of think it's a good gamble to go and make an offer towards them. Getting familiar with other shows and how they've performed in this area, it's it was kind of like a safe bet that this would resonate with, with folks here. And then in terms of budgeting, budgeting is weird because there's so many things to consider. You have to consider, you know, compensating the artist fairly, making sure you're paying your team, which includes like the sound engineer, security door people, all those folks. and. Um, there's also, you know, making sure that you have stuff in place such as the backline, you know, having a, a basic drum kit, amplifiers and stuff, you have to figure that all in, and hospitality. But you also want to make it affordable for people so they don't feel like you're taking advantage of them, especially with the fact that all tickets have a certain amount of fees associated with them. It's just a matter of what are people actually going to pay for for this event. I had an idea in mind just based on what past festivals uh, charge, which is like something around $300 for like maybe a weekend pass, which might be like a three-day weekend pass. So I thought, oh, okay, we could do it this way. We could charge this amount of money. But when I really thought about it and when we looked at what was going on, we realized at a certain point we needed to lower our two-day passes to make it more economical for people. With these bands, I think the whole idea of bundling them together 
would make it reasonable to go and create a reasonable budget so it's not crazy. It is expensive since we don't have sponsors and so we're doing this kind of on our own. We knew kind of around about like what guarantees would look like for certain bands and what would be reasonable. You know, we set a basic budget and we have to meet a certain amount of tickets to, you know, cover it. With LFG, like I would like to see it grow, maybe not in terms of adding like a huge lineup because I think like the more intimate the lineup, the more fun it is for the bands and for the audience. I also wanna see folks discover bands they haven't heard of that are from different cities because I think a lot of times people are focusing on Taylor Swift or Beyonce tickets and they forget about like local music and these independent artists who are very talented and they're prolific and they make a lot of music, but they just don't get the coverage that other folks do. And now back to the lineup. Let's hear from Gauche and Blood. Gauche features members of some of DC's best punk rock bands, Downtown Boys and Priests, and makes super fun, danceable post-punk. They even have a saxophone player. Let's hear Flash. Self-Improvement is Philadelphia-based Blood's most recent track, released in 2022 on Fire Talk Records. Blood described themselves as queer postal punk, as well as new Jenga swing on their Bandcamp page. Let's hear Self-Improvement. We asked Renee how she budgeted for artists, or in Maddie's words. How do you work with giving artists what they deserve, but also not like blowing your entire budget on just trying to book the artists? I think you have to consider their fan base in the area. And do they have an audience or are they still developing an audience? And if they have a booking agent, it's a negotiation process. The booking agent wants to get the most money for their band. And then for like smaller bands, if it's fair, I feel like they are willing to work with you more. You just kind of have to come from a place of 
I think respect and just understanding where they're coming from and say, I really love your music. I think you would do well here, but we have the budget for this. Do we have room to negotiate? You have to also figure out what other things can you offer them. Like if your venue has a restaurant like ours does, you can provide hospitality like a hot meal. There are different organizations. They might have a relationship with like a hotel or something else where they can give a discounted rate. So it's just a negotiation process. Let's check out two more performers from LFG Fest. J-Waves began in the 90s as a freestyler under the name Juan Huevos. He's still at it, just now working under the name J-Waves and making experimental hip-hop in Chapel Hill. Let's listen to Running Out of Rehab. I'm running out of rehab, yeah, I'm running out of rehab. Just like I don't even need to be back. Running out of rehab, yeah, I'm running out of rehab. Just like when I escaped from the sleep lab. Well, let me wear a hat, I'm sitting in the back. I'm looking around the room with all of these confused cats. My homie said he used to smoke crack and kill rats. I just want to kill some sleeping pills and in the sack. They try to tranquilize me, I told them that's tough. Usually I can't seem to sedate myself enough. Ecstatic International is groovy, danceable, funky, radical optimism from D.C. The quintet has been playing together for just over a year, with their first release coming out less than a year ago. Let's listen to Monsters. Elizabeth asked the question that might be on everyone's mind. What's the story behind the name? Part of this is a little angry at the state of the world, and the musicians that we've booked are a little bit progressive, a little leftist. I wanted to channel some of that anger into music and into people that are doing the work and also encouraging other people to do the work. I feel like there's so much going on politically in our country where it's easy to get discouraged, and I just wanted to be like, Let's make up and go. Like, let's do something about our frustration. I want people to have fun and I want people to get a little weird and crazy, but in a safe environment. And I also have this vision for encouraging like some nonprofits in the area or in North Carolina to come and table. So if people are inspired to learn about different organizations where they can volunteer their time, they can. Pink Sifu is just as comfortable making chilled out jazz rap as they are loud industrial noise rap. Pink Sifu is a genre-defying, prolific artist from Birmingham, Alabama. Since 2015, he's released more than 10 albums, several dozen EPs, and worked with artists from Fly Anakin to Live. This track, 2023's Can't Go Back, Tell Me, was released under the name B Kool-Aid, a duo consisting of Pink Sifu and producer Ali. Let's take a listen. Tell me what you want. 
Fat Tony has been making moves in the underground hip-hop scene for more than a decade. Based out of Houston, Texas, he's worked with ASAP Rocky on his 2011 release, Live, Love, ASAP, then featured in Rolling Stone, and even co-hosted a talk show on Vice. His next album, I Will Make a Baby in This Damn Economy, is set to be released on August 25th, the day before he plays LFG. Let's listen to Don't Tap In Contusion. Houston, don't need a double cup on me to prove it. Punch up the beat to it, get a contusion. Baby, delete everything that you're doing. Ain't cooling, I ain't lounging. I've been up all night and bout it. I've been active, interactive, on the road to get it cracking. Holla if you need a scholar and some action. Holla if you're snacking. I could use a dollop on this cracker. Hewlett Packard couldn't compute half of cracks. None of my mind's data. You're a dime a dozen. I'm the puzzle. They keep coming back to We were excited about Renee asking excellent nonprofits to be a part of LFG. I know Girls Rock NC is tabling. I think there's like two or three others. So can you talk about what those organizations are and why you choose to, to partner with them for this event? There's North Carolina Harm Reduction Coalition that I asked to table. Especially in Austin, there's a big overdose problem. I worked with a nonprofit there called the Sims Foundation, which recently have gone national. They did Narcan training for us. I thought it was really interesting that we could actually have that in our venues if something like that were to happen. And so I wanted to educate people about like harm reduction, which I think is a really good non-judgmental way to get people to care about themselves and also show care for people that are maybe struggling with addiction or something. Carolina Abortion Fund is just a great organization and I just feel like people have opinions about abortion, but I think it's more of a healthcare issue. And I think nobody has a right to tell anyone what to do with their body or how to manage the medical emergency except that person with their healthcare providers and I just would really like to see people make reasonable decisions in terms of allowing people to live their lives the way that they want to. And then the other one is the Democratic Socialists. I like the way they're pushing things forward in our country. It aligns more with Gen X to Gen Z rather than the two-party system we have right now. It's just really inspiring to see the work that they're doing. Geeked is fast, spooky, loud punk from Carborough, North Carolina. They describe themselves as freak city rockers, and even though we've never heard Carborough referred to as the freak city before, we'll take it. This is Get the Job. Landing somewhere between noise, doom metal, and drone, Sesame is a brand new band from Raleigh, North Carolina. They're just getting started, but their first project, Sesame Volume 1, drops on Friday, August 25th, the day before they play LFG. This is Nectar. Nectar. 
Independent festivals are a gamble for promoters who want to introduce their favorite artists to new audiences, especially in America. As opposed to other places in the world, America does not fund bands and artists very liberally. And while those of us who seek this kind of thing out are immersed in the culture, it may be more of a challenge to break into a more mainstream market. We asked how smaller independent festivals can survive. And Maddie started it out pretty bluntly. America doesn't see the value in like smaller venues and stuff. But I think that's why this fest and, and festivals like it are so important because it's a reminder to everybody that like these things can be done without like lots of corporate sponsorship. It can be done in venues that are welcoming. It can be done with great bands in a comfortable way. I feel like that's probably at the heart of what you're doing too. That's what I'm hoping. That we could see more of these types of festivals, which I love, happening in other cities rather than some of the big festivals. They get too big and then, you know, they depend on corporate sponsorship and then they go away after a few years. Despite remaining relatively unknown, Blackie has been a key figure in the noise scene of the South as well as the hip-hop scene of Houston. Making music since 2005, he's known for his aggressive live performances and underground influence. Allegedly, his music was played in the studio while Kanye was recording Yeezus. He's recently wiped all profiles clean to promote his newest project, the 13-minute cassette tape music released in mid-2023. It's a perfect mix of everything at LFG Fest, hip-hop, punk, and noise. Let's listen to stay elevated. If you're from the Triangle and consider yourself a hip-hop fan, you know Juice Lord. Calling himself the Mosh Pit Messiah, he's known for bringing elements of punk rock, such as a demanding stage presence, black and white aesthetics, and even calling his fans pirates to his southern trap style. Let's listen to Oh Yeah. I see you jumping the gun like you know what to do with the clip. All of my homies is thorough, ain't nothing like who you be with. I make you quit with legit. All of my homies can hit, cause that's what we do in the pit. So if somebody got a problem and wanna get busy, we already go to that shit. You and I gang and the gang is not taking no time to explain this. Yes, you know, cause you know, I'm made like this. No new on the block, pop, come and get your chain back. You with the gang tightly, you gotta sing like this. We asked Renee about the specifics of getting into LFG, why folks should buy tickets early, and how to navigate festivals. We have tickets online at motorcomusic.com. We're selling two-day passes, and we also did single-day lineup passes. Get them at motorcomusic.com. Probably we'll be selling tickets at the door for single day on Friday and Saturday. I think it's important that you buy tickets early. If you love music and you know you want to come, get it when the tickets and the passes are cheaper and don't wait till last minute because that helps us know how many people are coming and what the interest is. Another thing that I really support is folks coming to the early part of the show and not waiting just to see their favorite bands because all these bands are talented and they're really good life. It's a really great way to discover new music and like just meet people who also like music and make friends. Because of COVID, we've just kind of been isolated for a while and it's like, I don't know about y'all, but I feel a little socially awkward and I'm just like, yeah, I need to meet more people. I, I 
I like that. I like that community feel. I feel like it's here and it's in different parts of the triangle. I'm still learning where my community is. It's more about this love of music and the things associated with that. So our final question, what advice would you give to others who are interested in this kind of work? If you really are determined to make something happen, you have to take risks and just see what happens and then learn from your mistakes and keep growing. And the money will happen if you're passionate about it. If you really believe in it, people will be drawn to it. So like, I realize this is a huge risk that Motorco is taking on with this festival, but I, I believe in it and I believe in growing it. And yeah, I just, I feel like, you know, money is important because you need it for living, but it isn't everything. And if you needed any more reasons to go to LFG Fest this weekend, maybe Renee can sum it up for you. These bands are really passionate and fantastic. They're like super bands of the indie world. And I think it's gonna be really fun and exciting. Thanks for listening to the State of Sound podcast. LFG Fest takes place in Durham, North Carolina on Friday and Saturday, August 25th and 26th, 2023 at Motorco. More information and tickets are available at motorcomusic.com. This podcast was produced by the State of Sound podcast HQ team at NC State University Libraries, namely Elizabeth Esser, Maddie Jeanette, and me, Jason Evans-Growth. Thanks to Renee Gennard, Motorco, and all of the artists for participating in this podcast and for making LFG Fest a reality. We'll be back with you soon with more State of Sound.